Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. We are back to the Next Level Show. Still Gabe and I alone, but by the next episode, we should have Mr. Mike Nillis at Mike Nillis BT on Instagram. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, ironically enough, I went to the gym to go work out there just to go check yeah. it out. And you ain't see him? He wasn't there. What the hell? I was like, what, man? I literally just went for him. I mean, I had a free guest pass. My brother's now a member at that gym. He sees him, mm-hmm. um, but I guess he left early that day. Ironically, the day that I go. Of so I, I made a video and I tagged him. I'm like looking for Mike Nillis. Where um, you at? Yeah, it's a nice gym, man. Um, it looks big. It's it's a good size. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. massive, but the um, it looks bigger from the outside, if that makes sense. But it's still it's still a big it's still a big gym. It has basically everything you need. So everything's new: cable machines, dumbbells. Everything's actually organized. It's where they're supposed to be. Let's see how long that lasts, right? That's always like the always. It with should gyms. be always. No, always. Why the hell is that not the case? <laughs> of course, I I hundred I hundred when you can't find things but it's cool they have uh, bumper plates they have a good amount of squat racks they have the bent the adjustable benches so basically anyone that um i've never been in a crunch so i think i've been maybe once actually in fort myers but like the one in in here yeah so it has everything you need for a gym go people are asking oh how was it i'm like it's it's a good gym do they have like a like a natural turf area they do, and they also have the uh, the massage beds, the tanning beds. So they have like extra things that if you like that stuff, it's a it's it's a good. I'm actually very interested, like how they're because they're cheap. They're they're a cheap gym. Like their membership fees Ish. are not high. I want to say it's dude, this is ten dollars. Yeah, oh, it's still ten bucks. Okay, because that's what it was for that's, me. Like when I used to go there, it was ten bucks. So it's 10 bucks. And then I guess if you add, like, if you pay like 20 bucks or 20 something bucks, you have access to the other gyms of the, of the same, of the same chain. So if that's something that is important, people can benefit from it. I don't know if they're using the tanning bed and all that is extra. I don't know. I would have to double check with Mike. I think that's um, an additional cost. I want to say it's $30 to use tanning beds, a hydro massage and go and go to all, um, all clubs or 10 bucks just to go to that one specific club without access to those uh extra perks like the tanning bed and massage and i want to say classes is would be a perk as well for the other um upgrades 100 Upgrade yeah i mean and, and and that would be smart i mean obviously they have a very from what i've seen they had a pretty decent uh pt uh, staff personal training staff and yep. looks like i it. saw a bunch of, i saw a bunch of people walking around which is cool to see i mean it's well it's i mean not... mike just already brings it all the way up to here though yeah just, mike just him brings alone. that Mike brings it to that next level instantly. Oh. So <laughs> no pun intended. So too quick. <laughs> it was too fast and people missed it. Um, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. No, <laughs> I said <laughs> <laughs> what I said was, if you're listening to the podcast on, um, no, but yeah, I'm super cool, man. I'm super excited for him seeing what he kind of, he, I know he's going to fill us in when he comes on. He has a lot to share with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a picture of, they posted of him and he looks so tired. Um, yeah, you can tell I the know. man's been putting in hours. He has been. 
Yeah. So that's the reason why he's been on the show. For anyone that's wondering, we didn't kick him off officially. It's no. it's just he just temporarily took a, a leave of absence because if not, he literally physically couldn't do the show like he's no. working during this time. So we're holding you know what it would be from- if anything, it would be like three like for the vi- uh, on the YouTubes. It would have both of us and him there, but just like laid back, like just sleeping, just passed out. Oh, no, just have like a still shot, like a a profile picture and just have him there. And then he's just there. And we like chime in like, Mike, is that good? Cool. Awesome. And it's like those like old cartoons where you like talk to the screen, but nothing. Give him the glasses with the eyeballs painted on it. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. So hopefully I have him back. It looks cool, man. I liked it. It was a it was nice. I mean, it's really hard for me to get excited when I'm at a gym like. Because I'm so yeah. spoiled uh, of training in a studio by myself with mm-hmm. music that I want. No one's there. So I never literally have to wait for anything. I had to wait a couple of times for a couple of things. And yeah. it was like, I can tell that the habit is there. Before I used to train in big box gyms all the time. That was the only thing I did. Hard. So um, yeah, that was kind of like my normal, like the people you would see consistently throughout the same times of the day. It's funny too, when I was there, I haven't experienced this in like a long time, but when I'm working out and I see people that I do, I don't know them, but I, I know of them and I'm sure they know of me based on, you know, we have, uh, we're on social media or whatever. And I can see at the corner, like of my peripheral, right. I can see them watching me train. Um, and granted i'm not saying this in a cocky way like i'm a big buff dude no it's it's more so just it's just funny because it's like you know i know you but yet we're not friends so it's like it's kind of like or maybe they are watching like what i'm doing maybe they're like interested like oh he's doing like a bulgarian split squat or he's doing a bench it was just funny um i was just like i couldn't sense it i'm trying to like block it out like i even like at one point i was working out kind of like with my with my eyes closed because the freaking light was already on my face um so i'm just there training doing my thing it was cool man it was it's 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 definitely a you can feel that the upbeat vibe of the place because yeah, yeah. everyone's excited it's new it's a new thing in town and uh, i went on a holiday day so i wasn't that busy so i imagine like normally it's going to be like super packed um, and they need it with the yep. with the prices the way i understand it like if you're paying like if that's the price fees they would need to be having a high volume of memberships plus of a lot of PT to maintain that building. But oh, what are the other work. options there? Like around that same price point, it was what Planet Fitness, I think, is there. Planet Fitness. So if I'm, but now which is the same have... price, isn't it? So then, why wouldn't I go to Crunch instead of Planet Fitness, where I have a more variety of things to to have access to? So they also have a uh, the the new LA. They had an LA Fitness in the in Did our they? area. They did, and they changed it to that Esporta. Sporta. I forget oh, the name yeah, of the gym. Yeah, yeah. It's ten dollars a month. The only ones that right now are like over that are two gyms that are on the same road. So there's already three big gyms on that road alone on Pine Island Road. And there's around the clock, and there's Mid Cape. Mid Cape, I believe, is still twenty bucks a month. That's twenty four seven. Um, and around the clock, obviously, hence the name. Around the clock is twenty four seven. That one I think stays at about thirty bucks a month. So it's a big gym, still decent size. Um, that's where everyone was at too. That in Mid Cape. So Mid Cape, when they opened up, it was a big deal. It was new, big. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a supermarket before, and then they turned it into a, a gym. You can tell by the slider doors that are no longer 
opening, but you can tell it was like a grocery. I think it was like a, an organic food store. I um, I think that's what it was before. They turned it into a gym. That was the hype back in the day, a couple of years back when I was training. A lot of my old videos come from that gym. And then, then when they remodeled around the clock, that became like the, the everyone transfer. It's funny because everyone like hops over to the other gym. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I don't know if I'll get a membership. I have, oh, for people that don't know, I'm also moving very abruptly. So I have to find a place very quickly. So I guess it depends where I'll be living. If mm-hmm. I would sign up, let's say to that gym, it wouldn't make sense for me to live on the other side of town and just drive for that gym. So we'll see. Oh, it's a, it's been, it's been an interesting couple of days for the listeners that don't know a lot going on. It's an inconvenience. I always say like, these are just inconveniences, but life is good. Overall life is good. I can't complain. Nothing's wrong with my life. The other, other <laughs> update sure? that I have. <laughs> like, so the, so the only other update that I have, right. I feel like we haven't, we haven't gotten together in a while. So um, yeah. you've seen, you've seen my, my bourbon posts every mm-hmm. night, right? And you mentioned it a while. <laughs> didn't you mention that a while back? Yeah, I did. I want to say you mentioned it a while back about doing something mm. like this. And then it Go just ahead. happened. It just fell into a perfect place, but I didn't structure it any type of way. So I mentioned it a while ago, people that follow me on Instagram, I specifically say that I have a little bourbon emoji or just like bourbon connoisseur is what I say. And I don't know everything about bourbon, but I do enjoy uh, bourbon over scotch. There is a difference for people I don't know. It's I don't know. So now I didn't know this at the beginning of September there was a post that was made from a bourbon company that's saying this is a happy uh, bourbon heritage month, like national bourbon heritage month. So it's not just a day, it's the month of September. And I looked it up, I Googled it. And I was like, Oh, this is an actual like legit thing. I had no idea. So I was like, I didn't tell anybody. I just started posting them every day. And then I had a couple of people asking me like, what's going on or, Oh, cool. What kind of, bro- what bottles that people that I know that also, uh, like it yeah because i have a good i have a small collection and it takes me a while to rotate through all of them and i my, one of my other friends asked if i was okay if there was something that was i was how was it was happening because i guess the impression is that when you see that i'm probably drinking more than one that's probably the impression that you're getting right mm-hmm. so to clarify uh for our listeners that care um <laughs> uh, i'm not nothing is wrong with me i have clarified my life is great and I, I don't like to drink in excess, if that makes sense. Like I'm not the one that just every day would be just pounding multiple glasses of this because it is very strong for people that have had bourbon. You know how strong it is. They're usually about compared to like a, a normal, maybe a, like a vodka or something. It's more towards the lower end, like 40%, you know, alcohol content. The, the lower end bottle that I have is like 80, 85%. Then the other ones are 90 to 120%. So they're very strong. So I very pour like an ounce um, in a glass with an ice cube and uh, I sip on it. It's like, it's something that takes me about like 30 to 45 minutes to consume. So it's technically a shot, an ounce and a half is a shot. So imagine I'm taking a very long time to drink this and I've just been doing it for the month. There's really no benefit to this. I'm still training hard. It hasn't messed up with my sleep. It hasn't messed up with my training because it's such a small amount that I'm still focusing on other things. So just for people to know, it's just for fun. It's literally all that's all that is. And I said, why not? I didn't tell anybody of my friends that I know would probably join me, but 
And there's some days that I actually forget. This is how bad of an alcoholic I am because like I, I forget that you're supposed to drink every day, right? For the month of uh, September. So there was one moment, I shit you not, I woke up. I, not that I woke up. I was already in bed. I brushed my teeth, did everything. Then I'm like, shit. And I'm like, I forgot to drink my little. So I went, I got up. I still did. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just double up tomorrow, but I'm like, I don't want to drink too. So I went, I went, I just got a little bit and I had the sip on it. So that was my only time that I kind of met, met, forgot. That was ironically enough on a weekend <laughs> when you think it would be the more obvious choice. So, Hey, I'm a really bad alcoholic if I am one. So, but you're good. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> Positive Gabe. I promise. I just promise. Joking, the listeners just too. joking. Just joking. All right. Well, that's uh, that that's good. Um, what do I have? Uh, so today, as of today, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. So big thing, just as you mentioned, um, uh, the, I guess the comparison before today is um, the start of uh, football. And that is American football, not soccer football. So the those football. of you that are confused, the real one. Exactly. Like you said. So the, the better one. It starts today. It was pretty, uh, pretty exciting uh, with the Cowboys. Uh, whom teams I support uh, against the Bucks over here in Tampa. And we're kind of looking to go. So we can find some tickets at a, at a pretty decent price, um, which initially when you, it's a season opener, it's the Cowboys, it's the defending Super Bowl champions. All of those uh, boxes checked off equals a higher ticket price, right? So, but if you were to wait uh, till day of, you can find some good, some really, really good prices. So that's what we were doing. We saw, and we're kind of making arrangements to um, uh, for grand, uh, grandparents to come over to watch the girls, so we can me and Jennifer can go. So that should be a should be a good time heading up there That'd to fun. Tampa. Yep. Cool, cool, good stuff. And did you, you did you watch the the video I sent you? The trailer for the for Matrix, the Matrix trailer. Yes, which is pretty pretty crazy. I was just and and you know when I first heard about another Matrix coming out, I was just like. I mean, I guess I'll go see it. What I had, my expectations were like down here, fucking low, mm. right? Because it, I, I didn't really, I guess out of, with each, each installment, it kind of kept on going down for me. Like the first one was like all the way up here. Second yeah, was like best, down the here. The first one's the best. Third one was just like, okay, sure. You're putting a bow on it. You're tying it up. Thanks. Um, this one, I was just like, I guess I'll go see it. But now when I saw the trailer, I was just like, okay, that's kind of cool. Different kind of take as to where they're at or what's going on. And for those who haven't seen, um, yet you should, one, you should check out the trailer, but, um, it looks as though, uh, Neo, he's back in the matrix, right. And he doesn't know what's going on. He's, uh, taking all those blue pills, uh, to keep him there. And somehow he escapes again. And other people around as well, like what's uh, Trinity? She was also there and they met and they come across each other at either like a store or something. And then they're like, do I know you? Because mm-hmm. of their connection. Um, I'm in interested the past, how like, they're going to, I'm interested how they're going to connect it because he's in the trailer. It's clear that he has flashbacks of his previous life. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's a reincarnation life. Yes. It's, it's, that's what it seems like. like how did he get they, there? Yeah. Right. So, well, well, I guess more, either another trailer will come out building up to it or well, I'm excited to watch the movie. I think it's going to be good. Hopefully it's good. I mean, I, I I'm when I saw the, the, you saw the Morpheus guy. I was yeah. Like, I was like, why? I mean, why don't like, you just, why, get, why wasn't the original guy there? Yeah. What's his so name? Um, uh, whatever. Lawrence Fisher. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Fisher. Something. 
and so yeah the trailer looks cool they they did a they did a cool one i don't know the the pre the before the trailer dropped the one with two pills and you get to prick click the button it'll give you like a clip no i'm gonna send you the link of that one you can click either red pill or blue pill and it'll give you both two different like brief intros of the movie very interesting i like the concept of the matrix i think it's very cool especially in like our modern times um even that movie back then was a way ahead of its time yes so now I think it's like it's it it makes more sense for a lot of people because obviously technology is so advanced. So you mm-hmm. can probably make you can associate with certain things. And um, I'm very I'm very excited. I also know he's doing John Wick, so I know that's probably why he maintained his hair the way he did. Uh, um, you know, not about that. Um, <laughs> I, I like the classic. I, I like I like the classic Neo. Yes, you know you know buzz cut Neo. But it is what it is. I'm excited for it either way. So let's see what happens. I have to uh, something fitness oh, related. B- before you before you go, real quick. Uh, speaking on movies, um, over the weekend we continued our movie seeing. Um, I guess trip or whatever. We saw the Shang Chi Legend of the Ten Rings. And uh, I, I knew you were gonna go do that. Yeah, how was it? Yeah, good? it was really I good. Heard good things. It, yeah, yeah. No, everyone's been saying it was really good. It's as of now, it's like the highest. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes rated movie from marvel okay. with 98 i mean like i i mean was is it one of their better ones yes is it their best one i mean there's certain aspects that are really uh, that are really great because it's kind of like almost uh, a kung fu movie ish right with a lot of uh, it, it has a, i guess like the soul of a kung fu movie with uh not only the fighting but just the backstory and everything but uh it, it's very modernized it's it's really engaging it has some interesting characters in there um it, it, i i really enjoyed it and i would uh encourage others to go see it as well because it's it's really good and it's fat and it's also it's it's in- interesting and intriguing as to where they would go from here with the characters they they introduce because they obviously will include them in future movies and it's more of like how is that going to intertwine with everything else that's going on I got to yeah. check it out. I got to make, I got to make some time. I haven't been to a movie in over a year, a movie theater. So maybe I'll make some time to go check it out for sure. Um, yeah. I was going to, I was going to share a little bit of my update with my fitness though. I know we dropped an episode about, um, you know, sure, you know, properly like increasing your calories, why we would do so the mindset behind bulking. We did an episode, I want to say about two weeks ago. And I've been applying this for the last like five weeks or so. And I started about, a, you know, for people that like, you know, we kind of do typically when we make episodes or stuff like we've either done it, we're doing it, or we're thinking about doing it. So I've been doing this whole process before I even drop the episode. And I've been about five weeks in uh, currently just with eating higher calories intentionally trying to get those calories in a little bit more meals throughout the day, if possible, if needed, sorry, and training, getting stronger, all that good stuff. So uh, just for people that, you know, uh, you know, we apply it. I am. I was at starting roughly, but uh, want to give or take one sixty eight uh, ish, and I'm now about one hundred and seventy three point three or four or something like that. So let's say one seventy three. So about five pound differences in about uh, about a five week time frame. So about a pound a week, very fast for a surplus at my point right now. I can feel that I'm filling out. Obviously, it's not all muscle. You didn't gain five pounds of muscle in five weeks. I don't, I wouldn't say I would predict maybe like about two pounds of muscle, you know, pound or two of, uh, of, uh, whatchamacallit water and, or fat, you know, then the last pound of pound or two of fat 
or maybe shit one pound of muscle that'd be awful uh, so like but overall i feel pretty good um now for people that just a little brief thing on if someone that's doing this and you know we're transitioning to like the fall slash winter time i know people are going to start shifting gears maybe you're getting out of that summer mode if you live in different in different areas where it gets cold and you're just like you know what i'm gonna i want to build some muscle i want to get bigger ladies i want to get more uh more toned and build my butt and my legs guys i want to build my up you know build my physique this is a, a, a just a uh just a little note for anyone that's doing this just because the scale goes up very quickly is not always a good sign unless you're a very small beginner, especially when I was a, a very, like my early days when I was very skinny there, I could sacrifice a little bit more and push harder on the surplus because I was so new that everything was primarily just building muscle at a very like rat rapid rate. And that's like, typically your first year is where you're going to see the most gains year or two, give or take is where you're going to see the most muscle. If you're, especially if you're new, or if you're coming from a long layoff and you've had a, a, a big physique before, or like a very, like a decent amount of muscle built. So rule of thumb guys don't have to be like just going up at this point. I want to keep it contained at that 173 Cause I haven't been over 170 pounds in a, in a good amount of time. So if I know if I can solidify that, it's a good strategy to go into this uh, in the next couple of months for anyone that's doing this transition. It's very smart. Don't worry about the increase focus on the weightlifting obviously try to keep body fat at a minimum. It will come. It's, it's part of the process. Be okay with it. I know some people were, uh, I was talking to someone yesterday, they were messaging me about their coaches putting on the program to build muscle. And then they were feeling like, oh, I'm getting a little bit puffy, but puffy in this case might be, they're just getting a little bit softer, less defined. So this is just something to keep in mind. This is part of it. And I'm trying to maintain this for about another month or two, give or take at a nice, like 170, 175 range. I think that'd be more than enough. Um, to make some good moves. And then when I do a nice cut, then it will be like, you know, I can sit at 165, 168, same weight that I started at, maybe not as like, you know, solid, but then you, you can change drastically the composition of your body. The weight is only one going to be one factor here. So I um, just wanted to show that to the listeners. If you guys are thinking or transitioning into this uh, phase. That would be a good, uh, I, I guess, direction or mindset to have when you're transitioning into that phase. But if you were to be going in the other direction, how would you incorporate uh, cardio into it? And I'm glad you asked, Gabriel, because this is what the episode primarily is going to be about to finish up, you know, the last portion of the show. Um, really? Talking about car. Yeah. Oh, good timing. Well, look at that. Look at that. It's like almost <laughs> like we're, we're already synchronized again. It's like, I didn't tell you anything before the show, right? No. Uh, <laughs> so no. So uh, for the listeners, we're going to break down a little bit of cardio because I know this is still something regardless if you're bulking or cutting, it doesn't matter. The cardio can still be coming into, a, uh, coming into play here. Now, <laughs> what it's more known for, uh, for general population is a tool for weight loss slash fat loss. And I wanted to cover this because I got a couple of questions asked in different portions of this, uh, some regarding as to when should I do it in my program? Uh, should I do it before? Should I do it after? We'll cover that. Some people were asking the differences between, you know, a hit style training, more of like a list uh, style training of, of cardio. And some people just don't understand, like, what's the difference? Like, is it, is cardio with weights? Is it cardio just running and, and, and doing endurance type things? So we're going to break that all down for you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys can take away some good golden nuggets. 
Yeah, it's cardio anything past uh, 12 reps. <laughs> yeah, that's or like eight. the old, uh, the bro, my bro mentality. Absolutely. Anything that was higher than uh, eight reps. Double digits. Instant, instant cardio. So, but for people, for people that don't know, uh, basically to sum it up, cardio is, is, is you, as you see it, cardiovascular exercise. Um, it's typically an aerobic, uh, aerobic uh, f- uh, form of exercise. Basically, it's anything from a low to high intensity style training, depending on how you want to do it. Um, so that, not to get too scientific, but that, those are the general terms that you'll hear thrown around. Aerobic training is typically you can see, even if it's with weights, it's going to be more of that high endurance style of training. Um, and this can come in many forms, like we just mentioned. This can be anything from as basic as a, as a walk. You're just doing very mm-hmm. low intensity or maybe a little brisk, brisk walk where get your, it gets you going a little bit, but it's not like super daunting or taxing. One where you all can maintain to, a conversation. Correct. And then all the way to the other side where it's uh you're full out sprinting or you're doing something to max effort, you know, max effort where you're leaving it all there. Um, that's another, th- th- all falls under the aerobic style of exercise. Um, I know this is kind of important because people think that it's funny, even before I felt uh, guilty of this, not thinking that cardio walking was Oh yeah, no. that or that it would do much, right? I was, that, I was like, like, "What the hell are you doing? It's a, you're wasting your damn time. Just get get the hell off. Go back to your desk or go back to doing whatever. You ain't doing shit." Yep, I was wrong. And uh, when it, when clients would say this, or if a client told me, I had a couple of clients in the last like year or so that would come to me, and they had already started some type of uh, exercise and starting to get more aware of what they wanted to do and lose. Uh, some weight. So they started, you know, incorporating walks um, just for a couple of minutes and to a point they were walking a couple miles a day yeah. and they went, they would go to a park or something and they lost a uh, 15 to 20 pounds just from incorporating more walking. And th- obviously I already knew at this point, I already understood the value because I had competed and I had incorporated steps. I had incorporated like, you know, the awareness of the wearable. We obviously came across this information a couple of years back of like the, the importance of their substance there. It does matter. And it definitely, for someone that's not doing anything, it can definitely make a big change uh, and kickstart you in the right direction and get you going where it's everyone, for the most part, as long as you have an able body, you can walk, you know, from point A to point B. Maybe you don't start right away and do something so crazy because it would genuinely tire you out. The people that are severely overweight or obese, you know, walking 10 minutes would make them out of breath. So there's already challenging the body in a cardiovascular way, which is super advantageous because we know that the adaptation process for cardio is quite fast for most yep. people. You can, you can see substantial from one change. day to the next. Yeah. Literally you can see substances change, like happening. Boom. Like, you know, in a couple of weeks, you're like already walking 10 minutes to 30 to 45 minutes, you know, if you're staying consistent with it daily. So it's definitely like an easy open barrier. So cardio, I got to leave it uh, out there for, you know, you can, it's as simple as walking. And one example of how your body can adapt to a form of cardio from one day to the next. And I experienced this myself. I jumped, I said, Oh, let me go on a, 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 a spin bike. Cause I had one at work and I got one on no lie. Like Three minutes later, I was like, I need to get off this. I'm about to pass out. And then the next day, literally the next day came around. And I was there for like 10 minutes. 
So that just showed me, and that's an example of your body adapting to a specific movement, a uh, set of movement and um, how it can, how it says, okay, if you want to do this, let's get better at this. And you do. So that's just one example of that. And one reason as to why walking, or there's many benefits to walking, not only just fat loss, but one of those benefits is that since it's so unplanned and so random, um, both at the time of day that you do it, the amount that you do it, it's, it's, it's harder for the body to adapt to it, which is why it's one of the better ways to use um, activity. And that's like, actually, that's another way. It's, it's a, it's a way you can track activity. Like how the hell can you track of you just like, you know, just moving around or just, you know, tapping mm-hmm. your leg or your, your hand, just moving or whatever you, you can't, you can't gauge it. You can't measure that. You can't say, Oh, I tap my leg. Uh, I tap my feet. I don't know. A, a, a hundred times today. Did you really? I mean, how, how, how do you measure that? You count each one. Yeah. Did you, did you not miss <laughs> any, any at all? So do you stay there with a counter, you know, one, two, three, you know, that, that, that doesn't sound feasible or, or um, sustainable. But walking, it can be, which is why we advocate to walking and also wearable trackers where you can um, keep track of it to, uh, <laughs> to see where you're our, at. And, and our, our spy kid watches. Exactly. Uh, the Dick Tracy watches. And it'll, um, it'll let you know, hey, you did X amount today. Or it can let you know, hey, you barely moved. You better get your ass and, and get, about, get about there. So that's uh, the benefits to walking and how it can be a form of cardio. Absolutely. And I, I, you made a good point about like people, like what you were describing was like fidgeting, like, like, yeah. uh, and we call, and we classify this, we made an episode about knee and we might revisit this topic again, because these are all hacks. I say hacks and like, you know, things that we became super aware of that we didn't factor into the equation of, you know, this could help a client or, you know, anyone uh, make progress, you know, and, yep. and we know that uh, a little progress is one percent better is 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 a form of progress it doesn't have to be 20 30 40 percent better increase to to count one percent and this can be i've noticed this about myself watch someone that's naturally smaller that's they're just they just they can't gain weight for the for the life of them most cases because these people don't have a big appetite that's a big thing they say that they eat a lot you you know you know how it is like at the end of the average they've maybe had one big day where they had they smashed a lot of food but the other days they're skipping meals all over having very small portions but also watch is what they do when they're sitting still and i'm one of these people Oh, I've noticed because I'm sure you can see it even on the show right here. Like if you, you watch you on can, YouTube, you, you, if you, you see like anything, just, we're just there, like, you know, just, just trying to get burnt some, burn some calories. We're just there. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not dying. It's not like alcoholic withdrawals. <laughs> so, but basically like uh, I have the habit that I'm always tapping my feet. Um, I'm mm-hmm. moving things. I'm scratching my, like my, even though I, I've caught myself the habit. I don't even need to do anything. I'm just keep moving my hands. I talk a lot with my hands. I'll tap on the computer. I'll move the mic around. I'm always doing something. I can't, I've noticed this about myself. I can't sit still and you pay attention. Just people, like if you're just listening, just pay attention to someone that you know is constantly doing small little movements very often. And those are forms of this so-called neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis stuff that doesn't classify as exercise, but it's still movement. Um, it's very interesting. I didn't think of this and it's like, yeah, like you're constantly twitching, tapping your feet, moving, adjusting. I, 
I don't understand. I have to like look as to the reason why it's just, you know, habits that people have, but it's interesting. That doesn't count, but I don't want to make the episode solely on that. We're going to trans, you know, make sure that we're focusing on the cardio piece. And if you guys, you know, we did do an episode, but uh, on that, you just have to look forward. I forget what episode it is exactly. Maybe once to revisit but, again in a, but it's definitely a revisit. It's definitely valid because this makes a big difference. So back to cardio, you know, so we, we've gone to the more lower end where it's uh, lower intensity, steady state, uh, low intensity, steady state cardio, which is your form of walking a very brisk, like walk where you're still like Gabe says, holding a conversation. So that's one form that's like on the lower end. I recommend this for more people when it comes to, if you're already doing a lot of, uh, heavy lifting, a lot of training with, uh, with weights, you're already putting your body through a lot of stressors. Um, I think this is a great way to, uh, add more movement, burn more calories, and also help with, with the recovery process of your training. Also, if you're the person that is already a high stressed individual and live a very fast paced life, ironically enough, though, it's not the person that wants to do this type of cardio. And, you know, and I want the listener to like listening, examine your life and your personality traits and like how you live. Do you gravitate naturally towards that high intensity stuff, but you already live a very pretty stress, like high paced, stressful life. And I'm not saying a negative. I'm just saying like, you're constantly doing things all the time. You would probably benefit more from the lower intent. Yeah. It won't burn in a, an astronomical amount of calories compared if you compare them session per session, but I pay attention. Like just try it, you know, do more low, still do your cardio, but do more low state, like read a book an audible, like you're listening to a podcast. This podcast would be great, you know, to get through a cardio session and the best pay way. attention to what, Absolutely. Best way to, pay to incorporate it. <laughs> and pay attention to what happens and uh, watch your recovery and stuff and still keep your weight training. Keeps keeps a couple of intense sessions throughout the week, but incorporate instead of more hit more high intensity cardio, incorporate more of this list cardio. And you would probably notice a, an improvement in your uh, overall physique goals and all that other stuff. And so when I mentioned before about have uh, walks, having uh, many uh, other benefits to it, this is one of them where you would take the individual that is very like, you know, uh, a type and high stress and always on the go and wanting to do all kinds of things and forcing them to slow down and almost either be with their thoughts or just listen to something without having to, you know, be at the, at the, at the high end of whatever kind of activity that they're doing, they're walking. Right. And it's, and it's a little easier to control because I'm someone who, if I were to get a, for whatever reason that I happen to just jump on a treadmill or go outside for run or whatever, every time it turns into a sprint and I'm just, and I just gas myself out but without fail it, 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 every single time. However, I can go out for a walk and I'll be fine. Like maybe I might go, maybe my walk might be just slightly faster because I want to hurry up and get someplace. Well, actually, now I'm lying to you. If I'm at the supermarket or if I'm outside, I'm, I'm moving, I'm, I'm walking with a purpose. But if I go out to walk, like, let's just say I'm going to go, you know, for with an intention of walking, I, I actually tend to slow down uh, a lot more and be more, um, again, with the intention of what, what I'm trying to do, which is just walk and just kind of get some steps. It's not getting there as fast as possible. It's just more uh, about the movement. So this is, um, that, that was one of the benefits that I would uh, mention to, um, to walking and one that it can be incorporated into whatever kind of thing that you're trying to do whether it be um, on the surplus, run the cutting, whatever, you can still always incorporate it and just um, 
manage it appropriately, if you want to be more like in a, in, a, in a cutting phase, then you just add some more steps to it. If you want to be more in a surplus, I would still say to, uh, to, add, to have the walks to your point, which is a great point. It's, it's a way to have activity, but not add so much stress to your body and to your life. More like let's you just do calm down and, and aid in that recovery aspect. So great point there. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to clarify, we've mentioned bulking and cutting to incorporate some forms of cardio. Um, if you do it properly, obviously people only associate and throwing it in there when they are trying to uh, lose weight. But mm -hmm. when you're trying to aid muscle building, incorporating low intensity state, walking, light jog, if you like to jog, um, elliptical work, bike work, you know, all that's going to contribute because you're going to be healthier you're going to improve, mm -hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's more so I would say that don't look at it just from a calorie burn. I want to, you know, make the point to say, it's not just for losing weight. And that we over, we have advocated before that's not the primary tool you should be using to lose weight. Can it help? It'd be one thing. Absolutely. But what the main purpose of cardio should be in your routine is to make you fundamentally healthier. People say like, you have to choose between weights and cardio. Um, we don't live in a time that you have to. So if you can incorporate both in some form or shape, it's good. Some people like to do it in sports and physical activity. That's fine too. But for the average person that doesn't like play the, or have like time to go meet up with people, they want to do something for themselves, find something that's like, you know, that aids them because what you're going to notice, if you're still focused on building muscle and changing your physique, you're going to build your uh, work capacity in your body to be able to yep. train harder on those sessions. So don't get misguided. Even if you're trying to bulk, I wouldn't say do an excess amount. This is where people get confused. You don't want to be doing a shit ton of cardio and counteracting what you're doing, but you want to do it in a way that's going to boost your uh, muscle building potential in the gym because you have a healthier heart, you get more blood flow. You have a bigger, a better gas tank to push for more intense, uh, longer sessions if need be. So like we said, a healthier body is just going to work with you in either direction of where you want to go. So do it for primarily health if for fat loss. We'll, we'll kind of incorporate what's the difference of doing it before or after really matters and stuff. But to uh, clarify on the other form is hit on hit cardio. This is more the high intensity interval training style, um, high intensity cardio. This can be done in the form of weights using weights. Um, some people would like to do it with weights. And I think that's a pretty it's a, a pretty efficient way of, you know, incorporating because you're still, incorporating if you do it the strength. right way, if you do it the right way, of course, and you're, in, you're incorporating a strength component, uh, with your, with your training. Now, what happens is that a lot of people normally would do this in a form of a class, um, in a form of that's their only way of training. And I will say that it's a great way to, I guess, like do make some progress, but as fast as that progress will come, when it comes to that style of training, you won't build the most impressive physique. Um, if you're, if you care about aesthetics, you care about being somewhat symmetrical and you, you care about a specific region of the body that you want to improve. I wouldn't say that this is, but your best approach, like we said, using the different forms of cardio as a supplement, as an additional tool, something to make be fun for you or some extra conditioning or just a way to kind of, um, challenge yourself for a short amount of time. I would say that hit cardio, it's great for time efficiency because you can usually do it in about, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes 30 minutes tops usually. Um, and then you can, uh, but the only negative is that it does, it can be a little overwhelming for you. If you, like I said, you're lack of sleep already stressed out and all the currently all the time, it is a higher stressor on the body. So it may take Hot. away 
from your recovery if if done too much in excess. So I think this is a, a good thing to keep in mind. So when I mentioned about making sure that you're doing it properly, and that goes in one, the amount of time that you're doing it, because if you take a hit class and your hit class is like 40 minutes, an hour long, that's not a hit class or you're doing it wrong because it should be long, high intensity cardio, just long term. Exactly. Because when you're talking about high intense uh, hit training, uh, it's uh, like a sprint would be, it's typically included in a hit training, right? And a sprint Mm -hmm. isn't just, let's just run a little bit faster than a jog a couple of times. No, a sprint is going all out. So that's what you should be doing, going all out for a short amount of time. Like uh, how, how long would you say about 10, 20, 30 second stops? Depends on the duration. Give or take. Normal, normal, a full sprint. I think the max, like you're going to get like the most out of your sprints is probably like a hundred meters. Mm-hmm. So like then the, the track length of a side. Yep. So, but I'm just saying you would go all out for a short yeah. amount of time. Then you wait, maybe rest for like uh, 30 seconds tops, and then you start all over again. So that would be an example. And then can you really maintain that for about an hour? Uh, it's, it's hard pressed to do to do that. And it goes back to what yeah. you mentioned about how it's a very, very high stressor on the body. So even if you were to do this properly by incorporating this in a short amount of time, which is very, very efficient, um, you wouldn't stay in this kind of phase or this kind of training style for an extended period of time. Maybe like what, like three weeks, month tops, right? Because then you might start seeing some negative effects. What would be them? Maybe like some joint pain, some aches because of the high uh, stressor that you're putting um, on the body. I think that uh, people are drawn to this because it's cool. I mean, and I think it is yeah, a lot of cool. fun if you, if you incorporate, typically you'll see this in sports or it's, you see an athlete do something very impressive and there is a time and place for it. And I think it's a great way to incorporate your training. If you want to, like I said, program properly, it can actually aid muscle building because there is like that fast switch muscle fiber component to it. All that means is basically the muscle fibers that are responsible for that explosive power. Um, that, you know, this goes for strength. And this also goes for when you're sprinting, you're, you're using, uh, you're using force to move yourself through space as fast as, you know, as fast as you can. So that requires versus like when you're doing like a long, long jog, you're pacing yourself, you're using more of your slow twitch muscle fibers, more for the endurance piece. Um, so both, you know, are important to do certain things and certain tasks. But you notice, let's say like in the Olympics, like just, you know, just happened with the, you see the sprinter, the, the, the bodies of the sprinters compared to like the long distance runner, you see, a totally very, you know, I would Google this. If you don't believe me, like see the, watch the physiques of these sprinters. They're very muscular, very built. And they're not, they're definitely not sprinting for hours and hours and hours. They're doing it in a way that's programmed because it is very tough and, you know, higher, higher risk of injury and all that. In some cases, if you're not, if your form is off and then the long distance runners have more of a lean, softer look, some are very skinny uh, because Mm -hmm. their body is primarily built to just uh, last a long time. Now, these are just like, you know, just two spectrums just to kind of give you an idea but a high intensity, uh, high intensity cardio, like I said, burns more calories, maybe on a, on a side-by-side in a shorter amount of time, but, um, you shouldn't stick to either or now some people are going to gravitate more towards one and the other. We know this now, our advice is you have to examine if it's hindering your goals, if it's taking away either or, and, and make a shift, or if you're someone that lives only on low intensity, 
throwing in a couple weeks of high intensity stuff would make a difference. And if you're the other one that lives on the high intensity spectrum, switching over to the low intensity stuff for, you know, for the majority of your training should be more, maybe focus on that. You'll notice a, a, a nice shift and change in pace, the way you're feeling, and maybe some of the progress that you're making. Now, let's just say you're someone who is more on the, you gravitate towards the high intensity training and that's well that you, that's where you live. Going back to our earlier point of the body, um, adapting to whatever type of activity that you add to it. If you love the high intensity training and you love the results that you get from it, imagine the results that you'll get if you step away from that for about like two weeks and then come back to it you'll get those same type of, of benefits and, and effects and gains that you got in the, in, in initially in the first place. And that may have slowed down. So that would be another um, uh, way that I kind of like talk to people as to if I tell them, Hey, let's go for walks or let's do this. And they're like, no, nah, I'd rather run instead. I'm like, okay, well, great. If you love running um, for the effects that it gives you, why don't we step away from about like, you know, for a week or two and then come back to it. And then you'll get those like probably tenfold. Yep. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So another point that I want to kind of, uh, shift over and is, um, so just to clarify for fat loss, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a tool and this can also aid your muscle building process. If you're someone that's not in a calorie deficit, you're not cutting, you're going to go ahead and just aid your, uh, gas tank for your muscle building, for your training, for your hard training sessions, you're just building up that endurance in the body that, you know, just the overall capability. Um, we said that this is most people use it for fat loss and weight loss. This is a tool. This can help someone that maybe is already plateauing with nutrition. We know that the, the, the main focus, if you're trying to lose weight is going to be through your food, may, may navigating that, you know, taking a little bit away. And that way you have, um, already create your caloric deficit without trying to manually burn it off. Now you would maybe increase the, maybe do some low, start with some low intensity uh, style of cardio to kind of aid the calorie burn, uh, just so you have a point of reference. And then you may increase that over time uh, incrementally just to keep adding to the calorie expenditure for you when it comes to weight loss. Now, the last point we want to make is, should you do cardio before or after your weightlifting sessions? This is something that's still a common misconception. People put a little bit too much uh, emphasis on this, but there is, I want to clarify, there is science to support either or. What do you think, Gabe? I always say, and I always recommend to put it on the back end. Now, I, I like to have it on the back end because um, regardless of whatever direction I'm going to, like let's just say if I'm training for whatever kind of uh, style, whether it be for a surplus or, or a deficit, and I'm going to go to continue to incorporate weightlifting, then if I'm going to go and I'm going to squat, if I'm going to deadlift, or I'm going to overhead press, those are some uh, movements that it, it takes a lot from the body, right? Uh, so mm -hmm. from, uh, from a CNS uh, standpoint, and if I'm doing that, why would I want to come into it not at the highest that it can be when walking into my training? So that's why I like to add it towards the end. Now, it really, I don't see any kind of plus or minus by having, as far as the cardio standpoint, will my weightlifting affect my cardio standpoint? Maybe not as much as it would be as your weightlifting would be affected if you start off with cardio. So that's why I kind of like put it towards, towards the tail end. Um, that's what I'd say. What do you say? So uh, to, to kind of like give the listeners a point of reference when it comes to what are the, what does the literature say on this? Um, basically to sum it up, 
studies will show that if you are prioritizing endurance, like that is your main focus out of your training mm-hmm. then doing You're cardio good. prior to your strength training would be probably advantageous. If you care more about building strength, maybe speed, uh, technique and power and just building muscle overall, then cardio after weight training would be more ideal and advantageous for that. That's what most people are chasing is unless you're someone that's like prioritizing a 5k or like a, you know, I'd marathon, yeah. it's a different, you're using, you're then supplementing your training with weight training to support your overall goal. Cause you don't want to be uh, too heavy to run. You want to be a little bit more efficient with your, uh, with your body. Now, most people are just trying to look better, look good. So we would recommend doing cardio after or separate from the weight training. That's what the science says. And science is there to kind of give you a, a, some, some backing. So you like can make a decision based on that. What I always tell my what clients or anyone that asks is, so some people, this is the truth. If once you're done with your weight training session, you don't want to do cardio for the most part. Most people kind of just want to leave. So if you're someone that really struggles to be at, uh, to, to latch them on together and you're just dead and you're just tired, you're not going to be able to go later to do your cardio or something, then maybe doing it before real quick, knocking it out. If it's nothing too crazy, may not be a bad thing. Is it the most ideal? And I say this in quotation marks for people listening on the uh, uh, audio version. It's if you got to do what's going to be, we're going to allow you to be more consistent. If cardio is going to be somewhat part of your regimen, you know, so it's going to, that's going to vary more towards your consistency. We know that ideal things have weight and merit. We know that there's benefits of eating meals at this time or before, after your meat, after your certain foods, before you train certain meals, timing afterwards, and all those things have value. But at the end of the day, like if you're covering the big rocks, you're still getting your weight training session you're still getting your cardio in, you're prioritizing your nutrition, you're dialing in for the most part, you're at that 80% mark of consistency. You're kind of, and you're getting all those, you're checking all those big boxes off. If you do it before, it's not going to take away so much of your progress. I don't want people to live in like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta do it. You know, after like, there's no way I'm going to lose all my gains. It doesn't work like that, but there are, like I said, I will be honest. There are some studies that show that, you know, there are benefits from doing it before or after there are is value there. So take that, Take a look at what you're doing right now. If you want to make that switch and apply uh, apply certain things, go for it. So I know some people that compete that do before and after, but what they normally will do is that they'll separate them from from their sessions for by a couple hours and make sure that they're getting um, a couple meals in them and all that other stuff. So it's it just depends on the individual. And so going back to what I was going to say is, even though I say that I would recommend it on the after, but on the back end, your example is it's a, it's a great uh, a point where putting in in the beginning would be more beneficial for them because it's better to have it done than nothing. And for those that are on the fence, I would say try both and see how you feel. If you do it and you feel like as if there's a um, decline in your performance or your output, in the weight room, then maybe it's best on the back end. However, if you see minimal to no difference, then just keep it there, right? So it goes back to the individual, see what works best for you, even though studies show, even though I would uh, primarily recommend that, 
I would always go back and say, well, what do you think? How do you feel? Do you want to have it now? Then go ahead. Just have it. The only thing I would advise, the only type of cardio that I would advise never doing before your strength training session, if you have like a heavy session uh, lined up is hit style training before you train, like if you're right. going to live with weights, finish off. Cause since hits so short, you can latch it on much easier, 10, 12 minutes after your weightlifting. And mm-hmm. that can be an easy way to incorporate more calorie burns at the end. Cause you're done. You're just depleting that last bit of energy, last bit of glycogen, whatever you're going to be doing that after your, your weightlifting session. So that would be the only one that I would say, I really don't recommend doing that one before, but if it's some like low intensity stuff, a light, light, uh, elliptical a walk, bike, elliptical, a little bit of bike, out. you can always do it before. If you want Even to the get it out, so you don't have to worry about it, the rower, um, but anything super high intensity, definitely keep that on the back end or separate from your weight training. If you're prioritizing, you know, getting stronger, building muscle and all that good stuff. Um, but I think that covers uh, this topic pretty well. Actually, I will add one more point there. So we were just mentioning it towards uh, right there, uh, different versions of cardio, like we said, elliptical, the treadmill, the bike, uh, mentioned the rower. Um, if you are someone who wants to incorporate cardio for um weight loss, I would say, have you tried, um, cycling through the different types of machines or different types of cardios, you know, go for like, you know, a week of just doing the rower. If you typically do the elliptical, go for a week of just doing a treadmill, if you're used to doing something else. So just try them out, try different kind of versions, try, see how you feel, see how you like them, see how it affects you. Um, you should feel when you jump on it, like the same way that I felt when I just jumped on the, my, the, a spin bike for the first time where I was just like, holy shit, I can barely do this just because you're not used to that type of movement. So it's just something worth noting. Um, is it going to be a big game changer? Probably not, but it can may perhaps help to continue moving the, the needle forward as opposed to, um, you know, slowly coming along or, or, or whatever. So just uh, if you want to. This is true. I 100% agree. So I think we covered this pretty well. Listeners, if you have any questions regarding this topic, feel free to shoot us a message on the Instagram at the next level show or any of our personal accounts. Um, Gabe, do you have anything closing thoughts? Anything we need to add? Your your section of the show? <laughs> yeah, I got something. So uh, a buddy of mine told me that uh, he, w- he was at the bar the other day, the other night, excuse me. I'd be weird you know, during the day. He was at the bar and then he met a girl. And uh, she was like, hey, I promise I'll show you a good time. It's pretty excited. Got outside. She ran 100 meters in 9.72 seconds. It's a good time, right? I'd it say that's a good, good time. time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, listeners, you got you heard it here first at the next yeah. level show. Go careful ahead and share this episode. And careful with fast win. <laughs> Go ahead and share this with anyone. That could benefit from this information. If you like it on YouTube, give us a little thumbs up and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're just listening to the audio uh, version, we appreciate it. Leave us a five-star rating review. That would always be helpful. Check us out on Instagram at the next level show. My personal account is at John Alva fitness. Gabe is at prime and glory and Mike. He's at Mike Nillis PT. And until the next one.